This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Flato. And now it's time to check in on the state of science. This is KER St. Louis Public Radio Iowa News. Public Radio News. Local stories of national significance. As Russia's war on Ukraine continues, food shortages are cropping up for countries that rely on Ukraine's normally abundant wheat harvest. Bangladesh, Egypt, Pakistan, and others. Shortages are driving up the prices for wheat to near record highs. And in the U.S., normally abundant wheat crops from Kansas could potentially have helped. The wheat state produced nearly a quarter of U.S. wheat last year, but this year's wheat crop, planted last fall, may not help as much as hoped. Because after months of drought, the Kansas wheat harvest is looking frustratingly small. High Plains Public Radio reporter David Condos is here with the story of the state of the wheat in Kansas. Welcome to Science Friday, David. Yeah, thank you for having me, Ira. Nice to have you. Okay, how exactly is this year's wheat crop looking compared to last year? Yeah, it's, it's not great, un- unfortunately, especially for some of the farmers out in western Kansas. Looking statewide, the U.S. Department of Agriculture says about 40% of Kansas wheat is in poor or very poor condition. And, and you know, that's up from just 13% uh, at this time last year. And as you mentioned, you know, Kansas produces a ton of wheat, but there, there's expected to be a, a steep drop from last year. And when, when all said and done, the, the state's total harvest is expected to be close to 100 million bushels smaller than last year. So that's a big drop. What does that look like? You know, when you think of a, a wheat field, you might picture in your mind this kind of stock image of a beautiful, you know, field full of this tall wheat swaying in, in the breeze. A lot of fields look very different from that this year. I talked with some people who who crossed the state surveying crop conditions, and they said it's common for wheat to look, you know, scrawny and brown. In some places, you can see, you know, these deep cracks in the hardened dirt between the rows, you know, from being baked mm. in the sun. Even among decent-looking wheat, you know, the plants may be so short, so stunted by uh, this drought that there's been real concern about whether or not combines will be able to reach low enough to harvest them properly. And so I rode along with Western Kansas wheat farmer Vance Emke, and he he gave me a tour of some of these hard-hit fields near his property, and here's how he described the scene. There's nothing out there. You know, it's just ankle-high straw. The yield on that is zero. Yeah, these are not amber waves of grain, are they? No, no, yeah. It, it's so bad that, you know, projections estimate that, you know, maybe one of every 10 fields planted with wheat in Kansas will end up being abandoned because there just isn't enough a crop to bother harvesting. Yeah, and of course, this shortage is all because of the drought. How bad has the drought been? It's been bad, you know, maybe the worst drought here in a decade. Modern wheat seeds have been bred to be more drought resistant, but the conditions this year have just pushed them to the limit. And so, you know, the entire western half of the state of Kansas is in some level of drought and has been for months. Some parts of southwest Kansas have been experiencing extreme or exceptional drought, you know, the the two highest levels on the U.S. drought monitor scale since Christmas. And so while we have gotten some rains recently, it's you know, too late in the growing cycle for this wheat crop for that rain to even help it, you know, basically too little too late, at least for this year. And, you know, when you think about how important that is for the wheat in this area, you know, a lot of it is dry land, meaning it's not irrigated and depends entirely on rainfall uh, for all of its water. And, you know, some of these places are so deep in drought that even after some recent rains, it would still take, you know, an additional three, four, five inches of rain just to get back to their year-to-date average. No kidding. 
And I talked with Daryl Strouts, uh, who heads up the Kansas Wheat Alliance, and here, here's how he put it. I'm always reminded of an old proverb that says that a farmer that has too much water has a lot of problems. A farmer that doesn't have enough water has only one. And I think that's kind of where we, we are. Just to put that in perspective, you know, the definition of a desert is a place that gets 10 inches of precipitation or less in a year. And, you know, we're about halfway through the year and lots of Western Kansas hasn't gotten even five inches of precipitation yet. So it's essentially desert conditions for a lot of these farmers. And of course, there's a wheat crop that's supposed to go into the ground in the fall. So it's too late to plant more wheat until next year, right? Right. Yeah. And that's something like you mentioned, you know, Ukraine, the, the, the wheat crop that they're harvesting now, that was planted months before uh, the invasion of Ukraine. And so it's not something where you can, you know, just create more wheat. The next wheat crop will be coming up, um, that be planted this fall. And so, you know, uh, who knows how the drought might impact that as well. Yeah. What about states, other states that produce a lot of wheat? Have they been having the same drought issues? Yeah, a lot of them have. And, you know, while Kansas is the kind of the top state for this winter wheat. There's plenty grown in, in other neighboring states across the Great Plains, and the drought definitely hasn't stopped at our state line. You know, if anything, it it has been worse in some of these other states. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, it's estimated that, that at least 10% of the wheat fields here in Kansas won't produce enough wheat to bother harvesting. You know, estimates say that that might be more, maybe even a third of wheat fields uh, could be abandoned in, in Colorado, or even up to three-fourths of fields in Texas. I talked about this global food shortage. Are other countries that are wheat producers around the world having their own weather issues this year? Yeah, and it's it's been a global problem. And I think it really highlights kind of the fragility of the global food system because the world desperately needs this wheat right now. But but like you mentioned, it's not just Kansas that's having trouble meeting that need. You know, other big wheat producers like India and China have also seen weather damage uh, their crop, you know, from either too much heat or even too much rain. Um, you know, it can also damage the crop and, and has done that. And of course, when you talk about wheat and production and farmers, you're talking about money, right? Wheat prices are really high. They're not getting that money if they can't harvest the wheat. Right. And that's obviously the frustrating thing for farmers in this area is that, you know, wheat demand is up and prices have been near record levels. But even, you know, the crops that are above average this year, they, they're going to harvest significantly less than they did last year. And for you know, a lot of farmers in Western Kansas, their harvest might not even be enough to cover their costs because, you know, remember the price of other things that farmers need like diesel fuel and fertilizer has have also gone up this year. And so, you know, that, that Western Kansas farmer that I talked with, Vance Emke, figures that at least half of the wheat fields in his region won't harvest enough for those farmers to break even. They're losing money, even with the highest price of wheat that we've probably ever seen in the past 50 or 100 years. Wow, that is, that's, that's sad to hear. Uh, what about long-term predictions for the climate in western Kansas? Does that suggest that we're in for a long period of drought? Yeah. And, and I mean, the scary thing is just looking at short term, you know, this current drought is still going on. It's been going on for months and is still here and no one knows when it might end. You know, projections say it could stick around uh, for months through the summer. But, you know, Kansas historically is no stranger to droughts that can last much longer than that. You know, you think of the Dust Bowl, you know, so this drought could last even into next year. But, you know, longer term, I think it does highlight the challenges that farmers face in a dry area like this, you know, where there's kind of a delicate balance that climate change could upset because if parts of Western Kansas are already so dry that growing wheat is a bit of a challenge, 
you know, any further incremental changes in how hot or how dry this region becomes will make farming that much harder. And so if, you know, if you think of Western Kansas as this kind of borderline region or this, you know, canary in a coal mine for looking at, you know, how drought and farming and climate change are interacting, you know, we could see significant impacts from that here in coming years, maybe even before some of those changes start impacting other places you know, east of here. Considering how frustrating it sounds that farmers are and how little money they're making on this wheat, are they talking about either possibly planting less wheat next year or switching to possibly less water intensive crops? Yeah, like you mentioned, you know, there, there are other crops uh, that might need even less water, like cotton, uh, for example, is one crop that's starting to, to be grown in uh, southwest Kansas. Uh, the other thing, like I mentioned, is, you know, these new varieties of drought-resistant wheat seeds that researchers have been breeding uh, for the past few decades and, and have, you know, helped this year from becoming much worse than it might have otherwise been. And, you know, the, the last thing is, you know, when you're thinking about water conservation and, and soil conservation and soil health, that farmer I talked with, Vance Emke, he gave me the example when he was driving me around that, you know, he was looking at his fields and some neighboring fields that, that were doing worse. And he expects his crop to be a little above average this year. And he credits that to, you know, caring for his soil and letting the ground rest. And and when he drove me around and pointed out some of those fields that, that look worse, you could still see some of those corn stalks among the shriveled wheat from the, the corn harvest that came right before they planted the wheat. And, and that you know, means that soil didn't get to rest and recover uh, in between those plantings. And so there are, you know, there are some conservation practices like that, that it, at least in the mind of some farmers uh, would, would really help as well. So we're keeping our fingers crossed for you. Thank you for taking time to be with us today, David. Thank you again for having me on. David Condos, reporter for High Plains Public Radio and the Kansas News Service. David is based in the town of Hayes, Kansas.